the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques. Collectors of cool. Veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles. And some interesting stories. Now, the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Welcome to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us. We are here every Saturday at 1 o'clock. Hi, I'm Susan, and I'm here with Randy Donnelly. We are the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois, just 60 miles west of Chicago. And we are here today to talk about items that you might have at home, any collections that we can tell you whether they're valuable or not, and uh, that you might want to consider to put in an auction. But first, I have a question for you, Randy. How... Hi. Oh. Uh, you, re- you ready <laughs> well, for Christmas? Well, good morning. You ready for Christmas? <laughs> or afternoon. Yeah. Am I ready for Christmas? Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Did you go take out, um, finish the paperwork on the loan you're going to need in order to get my present? <laughs> Did you, is that a no? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> Working that, on the, that, the cash purchase? Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, set, setting expectations is is good. But yes, mm-hmm. Christmas is right around the corner. Happy holidays, everybody. I'd like to say Merry Christmas, that's for sure. Um, but today we're going to be talking about lots of things. You know, I'm sure you're going to have some stories. Uh, I'm sure I will. Uh, <laughs> a couple couple things, though. A little later in the show, we are going to uh, be talking about Christmas items. Vintage you know, we, we, Christmas. We yeah. mentioned that last week that... Uh, uh, this Saturday, we'd be talking about Christmas because, you know, we're right around the corner. Well, and, some uh, of those vintage and antique Christmas collectibles are highly valuable today, and I can't wait to talk about that. So, folks, stick around in our second and third segment of the show. We'll talk about that. But first, Randy, let's just do a recap real quick. We just held our December 16th and 17th firearms and ammunition auction. Uh, let's talk about the highlights from that. Well, you know, yeah, we had all kinds of uh, uh, really good sales, and uh, uh, some some items like uh, shotguns were as high as thirty five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, twenty eight hundred. The, the Krieg, Kriegoff, Kriegoff. How do you say that? Uh, Kriegoff. Kriegoff mm-hmm. sold for thirty five hundred. Yeah, that was um, the highlight piece. And uh, a Browning, uh, a Browning. sold for twenty eight hundred dollars. I mean, there there were some good numbers for some guns. I mean, there were certainly pistols into the you know two and three thousand. Prices and, were steady. Yeah, ammo. Mm-hmm. I think all of the ammo sold. And you know what I loved about the auction is how many people showed up. I always gauge it by how many pizzas I have to order. We had to order like thirty something pizzas. Wow, there were a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. So that's a good sign. That people are still buying firearms and ammunition, folks. If you have anything to consign with us, you got to let us know. Now's the time well, to sell. It, it really is. Uh, now's the time, and I, I hate to just you know keep say, you know pushing this issue, but with the laws changing in, in Illinois mm-hmm. and everything, nobody knows what's going on uh, with, with your firearms. So if you if you have a collection, you are looking to. Uh, dispose of. Uh, really, now's the time. Yeah. I, I wouldn't wait on that. Well, for example, I know they're changing the laws in California at the beginning of the year. So everybody from California was rushing us. They need to get their items shipped immediately before the laws change in January. I'm not quite sure what that is, but 
I wow. just see things changing here just as quick. So definitely give us a call, folks, at 815-923-7000 if you have firearms to sell. Well, and, and you know, to that point, Susan, um, uh, there, there was a lady come in. I, I won't mention her name on the on the air, but from uh, Sycamore, Illinois. And uh, she had called us originally. Uh, her husband had passed, and she had a, uh, a large firearms collection, which we picked up for her and all the ammo and everything. And she was in this weekend, you know, or this week after the auction, um, uh, to to tell us how how happy she, she was. She was so excited. Yeah, she yeah. she really was. I I mean, and that's so nice to hear. Um, but one of the things she she pointed out to me, she says, Randy, she said, in five years, I never could have uh, gotten this taken care of. What you guys did in a day. And uh, again, thanking us for that. Now, these were not her items, right? Well, they were her husband's. They were her husband's. That's yeah. what I mean. So mm-hmm. she was selling them off of her husband's collection. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you know, most people most people become paralyzed, mm-hmm. Susan. And this is what happens, uh, especially uh, after, after a death in, in the family. Uh, people just freeze up. They they don't know what to do, uh, how to uh, take care of these things. And that, again, is part of the purpose of this show is, is to help people get out of that um, that rut. Paralysis, that they, right? Yes. You don't know where to start. Well, the first thing you do is call us, 815-923-7000, or just send us an email with some information. That's your first step. And then we'll tell you what to do after that. Well, and, and, you know, you're so spot on, Susan, with that. If you don't call, we can't help. Right. I mean, it, it's nice to hear this show and think about it and listen to it, you know, from week to week to week. But if you don't make that call, then we cannot get you in the queue for the next auctions and, right. and everything like that. So, uh, again, and Speaking call of that, our next firearms auction is February mm, 20th. 17th, something like that, the second or third week in February. Mm-hmm. Check so, our website. Yeah, now now is the time to consign with us. So send us an email at consign at donleyauctions with an S.com, and we'll put you in touch with Neil, our firearm expert, and he will talk you through everything you have, what the next steps are, if we're coming to pick it up, if you need to drop it off. We're, we try to keep it very simple. Well, you know, and that's one thing this this uh, lady was uh, saying to me is how easy we made it. She again I hope so. thanking us and and you know we we should probably have some of these people come on the air to explain so you don't have to take our word for it. You can take our consigners. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, we have plenty of those because you know she she just said basically after I called I didn't have to do anything. You did it all. Well, of course hmm. that is our job. Right. That's well, we another customer we had at the December auction he always buys firearms from us. He's a, a fellow Cyclone from Iowa. Ah, Shout out to our Iowa State fans. And he came from all the way from Iowa to pick up his firearms because he trusts, you know, we have our own FFL and he likes to see us and talk to us and spend some time there. His background check did not go through as fast as it normally does. So what is happening there with background checks? Why it took so long? The guy never has any issues, nothing like that. So I'm just wondering, again, is that becoming an issue, Randy? Do you no, know? No, I, I really don't think it's an issue uh, uh, other than the website? fact that there are so many gun okay, sales that's what I was taking place. Uh, or a, Exactly. So so if there's a, a, a long wait on a background check, and, and this has to be completed before you can pick up your guns, right. um, it, it's simply because there is a backlog because, you know, we're, we're you know, not we, but... 
in in the United States, there's over a million guns a month being sold. Wow. That's good to know. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of them go through right away, and then there's a few that just wait. I always wonder, you know, is there something going on there? But again, you're right. There were so many processed just yeah. from one day. Yeah. So shout out to our friend from Iowa. Thanks for coming out. And, you know, uh, upcoming is uh, in January. January is our, More our, our auctions. Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, when I, when I say if you don't call us, you can't get it in uh, in the auction – uh, you know, that has to happen. We've got a, a big military auction coming up in January, and we still have time if you call us, if you have uniforms, helmets, daggers, you know, guns, right. you know, a- any of these things. We can still get it in the uh, the military. It's got to be fast, though, because the auction's January 6th. And we are That's online right now, away. folks. Yeah, if, so- if you go to DonnellyAuctions.com, you can view this auction already. Right. But, I mean, we would need the stuff within the next couple of days. Right. But we're going to be doing another auction in February with uh, guns and military. Similar, so, similar items. Yeah. Right. So make the Great call. Great stuff coming up. And then, um, then of course, uh, this week was a fun week for pickups. We've uh, <laughs> never ended. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We, we've uh, been out on the road picking up uh, uh, jukeboxes and pinball machines and, and everything. So, you know, unfortunately, our January auction's too late for you to buy these items for Christmas. Uh, Christmas gifts, well, you could always put in your card an IOU. But, um, you know, just yesterday, just <laughs> yesterday, we picked up a, uh, a, a golden tee, a, a 1905 golden tee uh, a pinball, a uh, a cons uh, pinball, Star Wars Episode One pinball, and some really interesting pieces uh, is a, a Sega Sega Moto Polo. Yeah, I saw that. It is such a neat game. Little motorcycles that you uh, control with a joystick, and and there's uh, ping pong balls in there that you uh, that wow. you play polo on motorcycle. So the January auction is going to consist of a lot of a great coin op items and arcade. Games. That, that is the correct. Stuff that came in, as right? well as cars. I mean, I know. Uh, look, look at. I mean, we've got a couple Model A's in there. We've got that '54 Chevy pickup. Uh, a, Which a couple is a beauty. If you Jaguar, haven't seen that yet. Oh yeah, that is nice. Mm-hmm. But a couple Jaguar convertibles. Maybe get that I, I mean, for me for Christmas. And uh, I just uh, went and looked at, and we're picking up a '68 Firebird for oh. this auction. Yeah. Nice. I know you want a Camaro, but a Firebird yeah, is close. It's a nice, Camaro. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Um, So keep an eye on the calendar. Everything that we're talking about today is on our website at DonleyAuctions.com. It's not too late to consign. Just give us a call or send us an email at consign at DonleyAuctions.com because we got to tell you what to do next. In our next segment, of course, we're going to be talking about Christmas collectibles. Oh, I can have questions about aluminum Christmas trees. Well, and they sell for crazy money. We've got. A, I got to ask some questions. We've about got that. a special guest coming up on our right. next segment. All Don't right. miss it. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here every Saturday on AM five sixty. The answer. They've been called auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage. And they can introduce themselves. Thanks for listening. This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. 
Welcome back to the Donley Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, co-owner of Donley Auctions in Union, Illinois, here with my wonderful partner, Randy Donley. And today, I'm excited. We're talking about Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everyone. On the phone with us today is our very good friend and customer, Dave Harms, um, who, along with his fiance Lynn, knows more about Christmas than anyone we know. Right, Dave? (laughs) I try. You know so much about Christmas. But they collect all things Christmas and are members of the Golden Glow of Christmas Past, which was founded in Chicago in 1980. Wow, I did not know that, Dave. How are you? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I said, how are you? (laughs) Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning. Yes, I'm fine. And thank you for uh, having me on. So, Dave, uh, again, yes, I'm so happy to have you on because, geez, we've been friends for over 30 years, and uh, you're an extraordinary uh, collector of toys and uh, and Christmas memorabilia and everything. And uh, this isn't uh, having to do with Christmas right now, but my first question to you is, what do you see on the, the toy market as far as values? You know, most antiques, as we know, are actually going down in value, uh, you know, because there's no young collectors. Is that true in the uh, Christmas collectible market, or are we seeing some different trend there? Um, it, the prices in general are still uh, escalating. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, Good news. Yeah, Wonderful. they're still going up. The, uh, the more common items yet are sort of holding, but the harder to find ones, the prices are still increasing. Now, would you say that's because older collectors are still buying, or are we finally seeing uh, a younger market uh, joining the the collecting circles? Uh, We're starting to see a younger market now that that has taken an interest, uh, particularly in the mid-century decoration. So we have a, a whole new group of people that have become interested in, in the early Christmas decor. So in mid-century, are we talking like 1960s or, or before, or what What do, in in Christmas circles, what do we refer to as mid-century? Uh, you'll get into 1940, but 1950 and 1960 in particular uh-huh, uh-huh. have really picked up in popularity, and, and people are, uh, a lot of decorations are sought after from that those uh, time periods. Wow. You know, um, Dave, Randy and I have seen parts of your collection that you display at the McHenry County Historical Society in Union every year. And we're just amazed by the items that you have. So and I know you have a lot of information for us, so we're going to get started. Where did the tradition of Christmas trees start? And I want to know more about aluminum Christmas trees. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, sure. Um, Yes. uh, 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 Over the centuries, trees in general have been used in rituals, and in decorations in ancient times. But it's believed that the Christmas tree origin started in Germany, and uh, it had become a part of Christian rites and called a paradise tree originally. And they began to appear um, uh, decorated with apples, um, which were to represent the Garden of Eden. Uh, Eden. And uh, apples were hung on them and displayed in their homes on December 24th at that time, um, which was the religious feast of the day of Adam and Eve. Wow. And so going from that point forward, uh, uh, over time, uh, it's reported that uh, that more decorations were then 
uh, hung on the tree. Martin Luther first hung lighted candles on the tree in the 16th century. Wow. So the, this sounds dangerous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's where electric lights will come in. Oh, okay. Smart. So the, the paradise trees, uh, you know, evolved uh, into Christmas trees and were fairly established in tradition in Germany um, in that time. So that's, that's where it, it basically got its start. So uh, I'm told that, that candles were actually on trees as late as the late 1800s, uh, uh, and it wasn't until, uh, again, late 1800s that we finally saw electric lights, but that there were so many, many accidents uh, with trees catching on fire and, and being a really uh, uh, horrible end. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad that's over with. Yeah, there were a lot of tr- Christmas Day tragedies, unfortunately, over time. And that was part of the marketing of the uh, the companies that started uh, developing uh, electric uh, Christmas lights is that you would be erasing the danger of, of fire. Mm-hmm. That well, was Dave, one when of their did, main things. I love the those bubble lights. When did those start coming out on the market? Who invented that? Oh, yes. Uh, probably the most popular of, of all Christmas lights ever invented. And they're still available today. But there was a gentleman named Carl Otis who actually developed them in 1942. Oh, okay. And, he, and uh, he, what he did is he developed these uh, for Christmas in particular, and he turned around and he took his invention and he gave it to 10 different big Christmas lighting companies. And there was one company called Noma, that took interest in it. And to make a long story short, they went ahead into a, a business agreement and Noma bought the patent rights for the bubble light. Hmm. And uh, Carl Otis was paid three cents per light hmm. in oh, sales. Yeah. And, you know, and, no, I was just going to say that reminds me of the old uh, bubbler jukeboxes at the same period of time. Uh, Wurlitzer had the bubbler jukeboxes uh, oh, with, with the lights on the sides in, in mm-hmm. 1942. Same, uh, same, time same system. That's great. An amazing thing. That's that's for sure. But they they had to wait till after World War II to actually introduce them to the public because of the shortage shortages of, of, uh, of materials, and right. they sold. Would you believe in the first two years, they sold 25 million bubble lights to the public? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Time th- times three cents a bulb. Yeah. <laughs> Do the math so, on that. Wow. Otis was doing really well. Well, Dave, That's I want to sure. jump right into one of my favorite tops- topics, and that is those aluminum trees with the color wheels that came out in the 50s and 60s. Now, I was not young enough to have one of those. We always had like a real tree or an artificial tree. We never had an aluminum tree, but I see them all over. And I heard one sold on eBay recently. Do you remember how much that was, Randy? I think it was like $14,000 for an aluminum. That's what Mike was telling us yesterday. It was something in the five figures for sure. But I understand those aluminum trees are extremely valuable, Dave. Tell us about that. You got about two minutes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Time flies when we're having fun. The, the the aluminum tree was developed in Chicago. Wow. Was? Yeah. Chicago was its home base, and there was a company called Modern Coatings who started uh, assembling them. They were all handwork. It was all labor involved to build them. 
and uh, they had a, a model on display in Chicago uh, in 1959, and there was a representative from the aluminum specialty company up in Manitowash Waters, Wisconsin, a little bit about aluminum specialty. They made aluminum kitchenware. They made aluminum kids toys. <laughs> and when the reps saw this an aluminum tree, tree. Yeah. They, they saw, he saw this tree in the window and he purchased it, took it back to his boss and they looked at this and, and they saw, um, uh, you know, some big potential for this. So they got together and signed a business agreement with Modern Coatings. And in 1959, after uh, Aluminum Specialty figured out how to make the needles thinner and how they how to uh, mechanize the production of the tree to cut the cost, uh, they offered their first tree to the public in 1959. Wow. Okay. And, 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 and quickly... Uh, can you tell us what what the values of, of these trees are? I mean, kind of from what to what? What's the range on on the values? If people have one in their attic right now, what what can they expect to get? You know, for, from from us at auction. Okay, it yeah. Uh, there's a, a number of variables involved. One would be the size of the tree, and also the color of the tree in particular. And there were some trees uh, that were really fancy. Um, with the way they were produced. So they go anywhere from about $80 on up. Wow. In price. Up into the thousands. It, yeah. That's, that's crazy. Right, yeah, up into the thousands. And, and they got to have the color wheels with them too, right? Well, Dave, right. don't go anywhere. I have more to ask you about. We're going to talk about outdoor decorations, a little bit about Santa, and I have a question about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay, but I want to talk about toys also, Oh, we're going to talk about toys, too. So don't go anywhere, folks. Join us after the break. We're talking about Christmas memorabilia and items that are of value today. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, and I'm here with Randy Donnelly. We're at Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. And we're talking today with our friend and client, Dave Harms, who is our local Christmas historian and an amazing collector of Christmas memorabilia. Dave, I know we were talking about aluminum trees in that last segment. Those are anywhere from $80 on up into the thousands. I, that's amazing. So who's got that's an aluminum really tree in their attic, right? Give us a call at 815-923-7000. But I think let's jump to outdoor decorations, Dave. How did that evolve? And give us a little bit of information about the value of wood cutouts versus the blow molds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in particular, the uh, outdoor decorations got their start in the 1920s. And there was a company called you build uh, that that came out and they offered patterns on paper where you would take the pattern and lay it out on a piece of masonite or plywood or whatever and trace it out and cut the form out. Uh, you know, they were Santas and reindeer and so forth. You would cut them out and then paint them yourself. And then you could light them either uh, with a floodlight or you could drill holes in the Santa or in the reindeer's bodies and insert light bulbs, you know, a string of light bulbs in them to illuminate it that way. And those are <laughs> and, still collectible? Uh, yeah. They? They okay. Are. There are people that, you know, that do look for those. 
And uh, that company, uh, again, was called U-Build, and they started in 1948, actually, and up into 1966. So be, uh, up to the, in the early days in the 1920s, <clears throat> um, everybody was drawing their own um, uh, Santas and reindeer, and by the company then started up where they offered a pattern that you could commercially buy uh, in the store. Um, also, going back to uh, outdoor lighting and so forth, pre- <clears throat> President Coolidge in 1895 had asked for light uh, lighting to be put on the White House Christmas tree. So that was a start. Also, That's when it started? Oh, wow. What, well, uh, is one of the things as far as public acceptance, because the public was a little leery of electric lights when they when they first came out. The first lighted tree was by Edward Johnson, who was a protege of Thomas Edison. In 1882, he hand-wired and hand-colored 80 light bulbs on a Christmas tree. They were in the colors of red, white, and blue. And he had this in the window of his home, and the tree rotated on top of it. And that's the first a recorded history of a electrically illuminated Christmas tree. Wow, we have come so far with all of the homes and buildings with their digital lights and music nowadays, huh? Oh, yes. Come, a, come a long way, that's for sure. Real quick. But that's where it started. That's good to know. Um, let's talk about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I understand there's some information related to Chicago there. Yes, uh, Rudolph originated in Chicago. There was a copywriter who worked for Montgomery Wards in Chicago, and his name was Robert L. May. And what the practice was amongst the stores like Marshall Fields, uh, Montgomery Wards, and so forth, and Carson's, each person, each store had a uh, a, a Santa uh, figure uh, that they would offer at, at Christmas time. And they would offer coloring books out uh, to give to the kids in hopes that, you know, when, when Mary or Johnny would want the free coloring book, uh, that it would result in some sales when the parents brought them into the store. So, so it was just a marketing um, idea from somebody, right? Wow. It, it, was, it was marketing. And so Robert L. May was asked to see if he could come up with some sort of a story, a Christmas story. And what he did was he based the story on the reactions of his daughter at Lincoln Park Zoo on how she reacted to the reindeer when she saw him, (laughs) when she was looking at the reindeer. And he put together a story, um, again, with with Rudolph, and he turned it into a story form and turned it into his bosses. And when they looked at it, at, at first, they weren't quite sure on the name because they had been talking about. Um, uh, Randolph and Rolo, several different names before they they landed on Rudolph as the name. That yeah, of course this deer had a red blinking nose on top of it. So they turned this story uh, out to the public in 1939. It was a giveaway, so they became in house. They no longer had to buy coloring books to give to the public. Here they had a copyrighted story. Wow. And that's how they got started uh, uh, with Rudolph. And so the first, they gave, I guess it was $4 million away in 1939 through the various store outlets. And then uh, along the way here, here comes 
Um, <clears throat> um, well, Dave, Johnny, Gene, Gene Autry Johnny recorded the song, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Johnny Marks, who wrote the song, he also wrote Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree and Silver and Gold. The Johnny Marks, who was an in-law of Robert L. May, wrote the song. And so in 1949, the song All right, Dave, we're, we're out of time. Sorry to cut you off. Say hi to Lynn. I hear her in the background. <laughs> Folks, Christmas memorabilia, antique and vintage items, highly collectible today. Email us at consign at donleyauctions.com. Dave, thank Dave, you so thank much. thank you so much for being on. If you want to see the collection on display at the McHenry County Historical Society and Union, uh, please go there and check it out. Or you can call us at 815-923-7000. Don't go anywhere. We're not done yet. And now, more of the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, and I'm here with Randy Donnelly. We are partners in Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago. But I want to take a minute to thank Dave Harms, who Randy has something he'd like to say about that. (laughs) Okay. I wanted to, uh, uh, in thanking Dave, mention that his whole display... Uh, of of toys and and Christmas items and everything is on display right now at the McHenry County Historical Society in Union, Illinois. And you can visit this uh, every, uh, well, Tuesday through Thursday uh, from 1 to 4, uh, Tuesday through Thursday, uh, you know, this coming week, uh, January 2nd through 5th, uh, 1 to 4. Uh, so that's something you, you don't want to miss. If you like Christmas displays, uh, his is really exceptional. So who do we have on? Uh, uh, we Shauna. have Shauna's, Shauna's, Shauna's on the phone to give us an update on the Donnelly Group. And Shauna, today I'd like to talk a little bit about the services you provide and give us an update on the process that people have to go through. I know a lot of people haven't sold their homes in probably 30 years. Hi, welcome to the show, Shauna Donnelly. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Merry Christmas. Same to you. Um, Yes. So the Donley Group is just doing gangbusters. We are so excited to be a part of Donley Auctions. Um, We are a group of realtors, and we work with At Properties Christie's International. So we are an international real estate company focused on the Chicagoland and Northwest Illinois areas. And, of course, um, as we've said before, even though we work with Donley Auctions, we aren't auctioning your property. We get hired just like any other realtor to list and advertise market and sell your home. But, like you said, Susan, so many people haven't sold a home in 10, 20, 30 years or maybe even more. Sometimes it's someone's first time. We deal with so many estate sales where maybe someone who inherited the home or who's responsible for liquidating has never sold a home. So what we always try to do is educate, 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 because realtors occasionally get a bad rap where you take a listing, put it on the MLS, wait for showings, and get an offer and close. And at the Donley Group, that's just not true. I mean, you guys know, you've heard from our very happy clients that we are full-service realtors. And... That means we take you through every step of the way. We'll hold your hand as much as needed and do everything from pre-list to closing. We pay for professional photography, sometimes drones. We have floor plans done. We advertise your property, sometimes even before it officially goes on the public market. There's the private network, which has been very successful at getting pre-market showings. And I always recommend using that when someone isn't necessarily quite ready for a flood of showings and open houses. We kind of test the waters and see where that goes. You know, Shauna, so, 
Well, one th- one thing that I I do want to point out is that so often, I mean, people are are contacted uh, by or they contact us to sell their antiques and their uh, you know their collections and ev- everything else, and that's normally how how you have gotten involved because they they call us first for antiques, but they don't necessarily need to do that. I want to point out uh, that. Th- we're not only selling property because we're selling their antiques, that you sell their homes, you know, regardless of whether they're collectors or not. So most of the people listening to this show probably are not antique collectors, and they need to know that they can call you at the Donnelly Group whether they have antiques or not. Yeah, that's Absolutely, right. anytime. My info is right at the top of our website. So you just go to our website and you can call me. Great. That's DonleyAuctions.com. Go to the real estate tab and you will get in touch with Shauna Direct for some personal services. I love that about you, Shauna. Yes. And boy, I, I, can a, I can attest to the amount of work that you do uh, on a property. When you say, you know, sometimes realtors in general get a bad rap, you know, that's with every profession. I mean, auctioneers get bad raps for, uh, you know, uh, work, you know, that some of other you know, auctioneers do, and then all of a sudden you get kind of lumped in. And that can happen uh, with, with realtors, too. But I see the work you do. It's yeah, incredible. Yeah, they become lifelong clients with Shauna. Thank you. They really do. And, you know, I do get a lot of referral business because people are happy with the job that our group does. But, you know, and in saying that, you know, so often um, we get asked, well, you know, do you attend showings? Yes, that's a personal choice. We try to attend as many or all of our showings when we have listings because who better to sell a house? You don't want someone just walking through a house with their agent. What happens if they have questions? And then what happens when we get a contract? Again, people think that the realtor's job is done, but it's absolutely not. We facilitate every aspect of the deal. I have attorneys and inspectors and insurance companies that I can recommend, lenders that I've worked with very successfully. And then we continue to facilitate making sure deadlines get hit and earnest money gets deposited. And we are there all the way through closing. The attorneys don't just take over. So my job is not only to get you the highest price and best terms for the sale of your home, but it's also to see it all the way through to a successful closing. Shauna, thank you so much for that information. Everyone should be contacting you. That's for sure. I know I will be. Uh, go Again, go to our website at DonleyAuctions.com. Go to the Real Estate tab, and you will have Shauna's information at your fingertips. Real quick, Shauna, last week we talked about interest rates. Anything new in uh, the development of that this week? We got about 30 seconds. Well, as a whole, interest rates are, have now gone down below 7%. And, you know, obviously for well-qualified buyers and, you know, down payments have to do with that. But we are seeing everything trending downward in the right direction. And that's another thing. That means prices in general will start to go up because a buyer's buying power has increased once rates go down. So they can typically afford more. Shauna, thank you very much for that information. Very informative, folks. Give us a call at 815-923-7000. We are not done with the Donnelly Auctions Hour yet. And, Shauna, thanks again. We'll see you over the holidays. Thank you. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour every Saturday at 1 o'clock on AM560, The Answer. And we're going to be giving you more information about how to contact us about our upcoming auctions on our website at DonnellyAuctions.com. You're listening to AM560, The Answer. 
The Donnelly Auctions Hour continues now on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour talking about items you might have at home that are of value that you might consider putting in auction. Because you know what, folks? Now's the time to sell. Actually, now's the time to buy, too. But I want to tell you how you can actually buy or bid at our upcoming auctions. If you go to our website at donnellyauctions.com, we have several upcoming auctions that I know many of you will be interested in. And I get asked often, well, how do I bid? Do I, does it cost money? No, it does not cost you money to come to an auction. It's free admission. You just need a driver's license and a bid card number, and you're all set. You get registered to bid, and you can bid live. That is the most economical way, but not everybody can come out to beautiful Union, Illinois, right? Even though we have uh, complimentary pizza and beverages, um, if you can't make it out to Union, you can always submit what's called an absentee bid, and you would put in your max bid, But we start the bidding at the starting bid and work our way up to your maximum bid on your absentee bid form. The last way you can bid at an auction is a phone bid. Actually, there's two more ways. Phone bid is you call me and or I call you and I place your bids as if you're actually sitting in the audience. And of course, the last way to bid is online. We are on four bidding platforms these days, folks. Again, the links to those are on our website at DonleyAuctions.com. And, you know, Susan, I want to remind everybody out there that, you know, uh, something that Dave Harms, uh, our, our last guest, uh, uh, was talking about, and that is he did notice that young people were starting to get into. I sure hope so. In, into Christmas collecting. Right. Well, with the with the age of the buyer or the sellers you know, uh, getting older and older and more and more coming on the market. This is a great time to be a buyer. Right. If, if you if you collect items or want to become a collector, it couldn't be a better time because there's all kinds of merchandise and inventory on the uh, on the market right now because there is so much coming on. And that means prices are soft. OK, now. That's that's kind of a double-edged sword. Why do you want to sell? You want to sell because you've got items. And, and you want are, the best price for it. And people are saying, well, maybe I shouldn't, Randy, because maybe they're going to go back up. Well, unfortunately, we don't see that in the immediate future. So my recommendation right now is to sell. Uh, right. That's I highly recommend. And become a new collector. <laughs> to, to, to sell. But if you are looking to get in, now is the time to buy. That's right. Especially like cars and vehicles and high-end antiques, which we're going to have up in our auction January 20th and 21st. If you have any questions about any of that, again, you guys just call us at 815-923-7000. We'll be happy to answer any questions. And you can always um, uh, always look to us for uh, for advice on anything that, that you have, it's it's free to call Donnelly's. It's free to get our advice, our opinions on, on your collections. And if you if we haven't talked about the items that you have, and you're wondering, well, gee, do they do they sell what I've I've been collecting over these years? Simple. Simple right. way to find out. And real quick, I just want to mention there's something called the endowment effect, which we can talk about in one of our next shows. It describes how people value items that they own more highly than they would if they did not belong to them. 
So that means that sellers try to charge more for an item than it would cost anywhere else. So that's a real thing, the endowment effect. Look it up. And that's why auctions give you the true market. That's what is right. it worth today? We have thousands of bidders online, folks. Check us out at DonleyAuctions.com. Call us at 815-923-7000 or send us an email at consign at Donley Auctions. Join us next week on the Donley Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. But for now, I'm Susan. And I'm Randy Donley. And, and we'll, we'll see you at, at the, the auction. auction. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Donley Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Check out all the latest information on upcoming auctions and collectibles at DonleyAuctions.com. And while you're there, you can contact someone about buying or selling your collectibles or estates. That's DonleyAuctions.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.